today, we're going to jump in. You can adjust your finances to get through these tough times. Welcome to Couple Money, a podcast focused on helping spouses get on the same page, dump their debt faster, and financial freedom together. I'm your host, El Martinez. This podcast is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Learn how by visiting bankbetter.org. Even though it's been less than a month since schools closed here in Raleigh, some days it feels like a lifetime ago. And chances are things are feeling that way to you too. Right now, it's estimated that over 300 million here in America are under orders. I truly hope that you are doing well and that you're able to work remotely or at least have some steady income coming in. However, I know from emails that some have seen their hours drastically reduced, they've been furloughed, or they And it's extremely difficult to figure out next steps when you're in the thick of things. But there are ways that we can prepare and pivot to get through these financially tough times. Joe Mecca, Vice President of Communication Credit Union, has been out there letting those in the community know what resources are available. Today, he's on the show to discuss things you can do now and over the next few weeks and possibly months that can strengthen your financial. In this episode, we'll get into figuring out how to reprioritize your budget, how much of a financial cushion you should have with these uncertain times, and where to look for relief programs. Let's get Let's jump right into the big issue that is stressing out many families. How are we going to pay our bills? We're grateful to still be able to work remotely, case for all. Some industries like restaurants, hospitality, and service have been hit hard, with many losing their main source of income. I was reading this morning that in the week that ended March 28th, over 6.6 people filed for unemployment. So what do you do if you're in that situation where you are trying to figure out and prioritize what bills get paid? When things were starting to close down and the CARES Act hadn't yet passed, Andy, kids money, and I kind of sat down and we discussed our process on a video in the Thriving Families Facebook group. It was about focusing on two goals for the month. Pay your essentials, roof over your head, food, utilities, and then bills emergency fund if you hadn't already to at least three months of those essential expenses. And I do believe for the next few months or however long this lasts, that those should be your priorities. But there are some release options that are being offered by lenders, utilities, some protections from the states, and the CARES Act has passed. And when I talked to Joe, he had some advice on how you can take advantage of these options when planning out your budget. I know you've got listeners all over and the approach is probably going to vary by state because there's been a lot of action um, in different different state to state. Um, but I'll speak from how things might work in North Carolina right now. Here, you're, you're not going to see evictions. You're not going to see foreclosures, uh, utility shutoffs. Those, those aren't happening in the short term. Um, that's by order of the governor. And that's going to be some good protection for, for consumers, for families in the short term. 
you know, prior to that, Coastal had already paused any foreclosure proceedings, any repossessions on cars. Um, we did that immediately knowing that, you know, people were going to come looking to us for help. And if you're not sure what your state is currently offering as protections or benefits for the corona crisis, go ahead and check out your local news channel. Many of them have been running on the press conferences and briefings that governors and other government officials are giving. And their websites do have links to the relevant government agencies and programs that they mention on air. At some point, those orders are going to uh, are going to expire, um, and people are going to have you know a backlog of bills. So I'm going to say everyone's person or each person's individual priorities are probably going to differ. So if you're trying to prioritize your bills, you know what's the most important thing for you to keep going? What's going to be the easiest for you to recover from? And then what's not protected in the short term? To give you some examples, let's say that in your state, utilities can't be cut off. However, you're still going to be responsible for the bill. So working with your provider, you may consider sending a partial payment. And then you might also consider pushing it out until your paycheck or unemployment check comes in. That could give you enough buffer so you can take care of the rent and groceries. Or your mortgage lender offers to defer you can then take what you would have put towards your mortgage, towards other essentials, or perhaps buffering up your emergency fund. The idea is to take advantage of whatever relief you can find now to stay on top of those essential bills and bogged down uh, when things get back to normal, however long that might be. Now, in the meantime, you may be trying to figure out how to close this gap between what money is coming in and what you pay. The CARES Act is in the headlines, but you may not be familiar with its provisions in it, so I'm going to highlight a few ways that it may help you in the short term, along with any related assistance that's out there that can also tie in with it. One of those essential expenses that people worry about, and understandably so, is their rent or their mortgage. Now, in terms of mortgage protections, the Federal Finance Agency has told companies that service mortgages, either owned by Fannie Mae, that they have to allow the option to delay payments up to 12 months if it's due to financial hardship. If you have an FHA loan, there is a temporary stop on evictions and foreclosures nationwide. I also want to reach out to your landlord if you're renting, not only to see if they can work with you with a payment plan, but it could be a situation where they have a mortgage through these federal programs that would give them relief and in turn could help you out. And also site justshelter.org so you can find what local resources are available to help you with housing. And with the CARE Act, there are some benefits added to unemployment. Until July 31st, unemployment benefits will be an additional $600 weekly. It'll also lengthen the time uh, beyond your state's own time period for up to 13 weeks. And another concern is utilities. And this is kind of a patchwork. It depends on your provider. Stories where they've done the extending the payments or delaying the payments with no fees. I've also seen where they're trying to give a refund to certain customers early from programs like energy savings to help out. 
call, check out their website and see what relief options they have available for you. And then a huge expense for many families is food. In some states, health and human services are trying to ease access for programs like nutritional assistance programs. Local food banks are expanding their services too. So please reach out and take advantage of these programs to help fill in the gap between what you're bringing in now and what you need to get paid. And with the CARE Act provisions with student loans, that may be a huge help to you. If you have a federal loan, you'll be getting an administrative forbearance that's going to allow you to skip payments until September 30th without accruing interest private loan. Lenders are offering assistance, but it varies by lender. So you have to contact them to see, first of all, what programs they're offering and what qualifications you need to meet. And finally, a concern many in the community are having is dealing with your credit cards. You may be worried that if you don't pay your credit cards, not only is your credit score affected, but you're going to be hit with a ton of fees. First of all, I completely understand the stress. However, there are a few things I want you to consider. Can, with your budget, pay the minimum, then go for that. It'll protect you from having your credit score hit by a missed or late payment. But your main concern, of course, should be the essentials. And the second thing to consider is that credit card companies are starting to offer some relief options. It could be a deferred payment. It could be a reduced interest rate. But I haven't seen any credit card company put out some automatic relief program. You're going to have to call them and see what you can work out. But please don't them. Run the numbers before you call. Let them know what you can pay right now and be firm on that. As you can see, even though there are some provisions that are built into the CARE Act, you still have to do some legwork, but it can be an to your finances and your stress levels say if you find yourself struggling, contact your lenders, contact your billers, find out how they're willing to work for, with you. Are you able to spread out a bill over future months? Are you able to restructure a loan or something like that? We're getting a lot of requests right now and we're actively working with um, our members to you know, provide emergency loan relief um, and to restructure a lot of loans. People are struggling for the next you know, 60, 90, 120 days, whatever it might be. We're able to try to rework some of that in the short term um, to, you know, on our, it keeps them current. It's not gonna negatively impact their credit reports or anything like that um, while giving them a little breathing room in the short term. Speaking of breathing room, with a lot of uncertainty, having a financial cushion is even more important. Some questions I've received fall into two main categories. One, how do you save with a tighter budget? And two, how much cushion is enough? You know, the general rule of thumb is three to six months, but during a mess, really enough for families to have stashed away. So it's, it's tough when you're right in it. You know, because a lot of times people who've got that that solid emergency fund are going to be using it right now. Um, I would say, again, start with the people who you know might be in decent position. If you still have the means to keep saving, keep following your plan. Um, because we don't know how long this is going to last. We don't know what our future impacts are going to be. People who might be okay today might not be okay in a couple of weeks. So, um, yeah, if you if you're following a plan and you still have the means to contribute to whatever type of savings you're doing, keep doing that. Um, 
if things are a little bit tighter, you're seeing a little bit of a, you know, if you're seeing reduced income or if your income's gone away, um, but you've got some cushion, you know, focus that cushion on the essentials. And uh, a lot of us have seen that, you know, again, we talked about before, the discretionary spending has really, that's gone away. So that should give people a little bit more cushion. And some of us are discovering how much discretionary we actually had built into our, our spending. Uh, I think it's been an eye opener for a lot of people. I absolutely agree with Joe. If you can shift what you were spending, for example, on the commutes, you no longer into your savings and build that emergency fund as much as you can. And if you're expecting a stimulus check and you're able to pay the bills right now, but your savings is a little low, go ahead and buffer that up with the check. If you are in a fortunate position where you are still working and you do have some savings in your account, consider taking the opportunity to help others. So, and this isn't for everybody, but you know, some of us, a lot of us are, are still working, um, still have some sort of income coming in. Um, and we've now seen that discretionary spending go away. So we're able to pay our bills and we don't really have anything to spend that extra money on. Um, saving it's a great idea, but there are a lot of people who are in need right now. And I would suggest you're looking for those worthwhile uh, charity opportunities. There are some great things going on in the community right now. Um, I know from you know, Coastal's perspective, which is our foundation just gave large grants to to the United Way Rapid Response Fund. They're doing a lot of good things in the community. The food service restaurant industry has been particularly hard hit. Um, we gave $100,000 to the Restaurant Workers Relief Fund. Um, and I'm encouraging people to go to that website and also contribute to that if they can. Um, the things we can do to kind of help soften the blow for the rest of us will, I think, overall help all of us come out of this a little bit better and a little bit faster on the, on the back end. This is by Coastal Credit Union. If you want to live better, you got to bank better. Find out how at bankbetter.org. Before we wrap up, I'm actually going to change things up a bit, which seems to be the theme this week. I usually give you two key takeaways and a money tip, but we're just going to focus on the money tips. And you probably have guessed what I'm going to suggest, but if you haven't already, start reaching out to your lenders to see if you can qualify for some of those relief programs that we mentioned earlier in the episode. And please keep in mind, I know in certain situations, it's going to be multiple phone calls. So try to pace yourself one, maybe two phone depending on how it goes, because I know it can be very frustrating being on hold in certain cases and that you may get discouraged and not want to continue, but push through, get what you qualify for so you can at least start building up some kind of buffer and getting through this with your finances as intact as possible. And if you are in a situation where things are going relatively well, you have your income still coming in and your expenses aren't hit hard, if it's possible to adjust your budget so that you can give to local organizations that are helping those who are impacted by this crisis. And of course, you can always ask your questions in our free and private Facebook group we're there to help one another out and we would love for you to join us 
just head over to couplemoney.com slash FB. Special thanks to Joe for being a part of this episode. If you're in the Triangle area of North Carolina, please check out Coastal. Not only are they sponsors of the show, but as members, we've loved the service that they provided. And if you are a member and having financial difficulties, Coastal has been really proactive about setting things up, different programs, and working with you with your finances. So please head over to bankbetter.org to see what options you have available. I hope this episode helps you weather but I know it's not enough. And one of the difficulties, as you saw, is I'm trying to address different circumstances. We have a large community, but I want to dig in a little bit deeper. So because of this situation that's going on, I'm up on the podcast. I'll be doing a mini series where I'll answer as many of your questions as I can as we go through this corona crisis. But I want to group it based on what's your concern are at financially. So please send in your questions. And there's two ways to do it. You can tag me on social media. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere at Couple Money. Or if you haven't joined already, and I really think please be a part of the community. Besides being able to get your question and you can ask it privately, you'll have access to the weekly newsletter as well as some free bonuses, including a course on how to optimize your budget. Just head over to com slash thrive. I want to make this podcast site and newsletter as helpful as possible for you during these volatile times. Please stay safe and healthy. I hope you have a wonderful week. 